Hi everyone, it's Marilyn Alori and welcome to Who Can It Be Now? And for those of you who see video, I am in my tennis clothes. I had a lesson today. Um, today's going to be a really, really important episode. So I want you to buckle up and listen because we are going to be talking about how to become fully whole and how to really own your being and come from the place of where your, your being is the future you, which is actually happening now, and how to make decisions from that place and to really understand your operating system and how not to operate from an old paradigm, an old pattern, old habits. We're going to be talking about a lot of different things, uh, some of, about the value of yourself. We're going to be talking about what it's like to really be seen when you start stepping out there and not waiting to be seen. And we're also going to be talking about a bit of how I can help you because I recognized as I was studying this um, past weekend, my business model and everything that a lot of people don't even know what I do and how I can help you. It's not going to be a sales pitchy, pitchy, pitchy pitch. What I'm going to do is weave in stories, but also share a little bit more about myself. I don't even know how far I'll go into it because I'll probably share more of that down the line. So as always, um, I want to start off with a story, but before I start off with a story, I do want to talk to you about the strategy calls that I'm doing right now. I'm recording this on June 29th, 2023. And whether you're listening to this a year from now or a week from, well, you won't get this for like two weeks anyway. So um, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be doing them. I don't do a lot of one-on-ones um, at this value, at this price. And so I'm going to say to you, if you're really thinking of doing it, do it. The ones that I have done, people are like blown away by the information I should have testimonials for you, right? I'm just not one of those people. I have a hard time getting testimonials, not because people don't want to give them to me, just because I forget them. I forget what people say. Or when I ask for them and I get them back, I just kind of like, I don't know. It's just a weird thing with me. And it's not a receiving thing because I can receive what I do for people. I really can understand it and, and really value what my guides do. It's more about, um, I just move on. That's all. That's what I think it is. But anyway, people are really loving it. They're getting so much value from it that they're, it's really, really helping them in a lot of ways, but also it's feeling like it's lasting a long time for them, which is really wonderful. So if you're interested in doing that, go to marilynaloria.com forward slash call. And what happens on that call is the first like seven minutes. You may think that's like a short amount of time. It's not. I speak really, really fast and give a lot of information. I do a little reading on you about your mission, why you're here, what's going on in your life, what gift to highlight and what spirit is saying to you. And then we jump into the strategy and I coach you and get very, get you very clear on how, what's standing in your way and how to move forward. Okay. So, um, check that out at marilynalori.com forward slash call. Okay. So I had an interesting week last week and I'll, as I always, I'll start with a story. Um, and I'm hoping I'm going to be okay because it seems like when I do video, it's getting activated. So there's obviously an energetic component to this that spirit just dropped in that I'm going to have to work on. So last week, um, I was doing a Facebook Live. I just decided to do a Facebook Live. I don't remember what it was about right now. That's how fast I'm accelerating these days. But I think it was about, um, as usual, telling people to get off the fucking fence or something like that. I don't remember what it was. And uh, I started getting dizzy. And I was like, what is going on? And sometimes that happens to me at Facebook Lives. If there's a lot of energy coming at me and I figured, oh, maybe it's just that. Or maybe I didn't have enough protein that day because I've been eating more vegetarian. And um, so I'm not going to get into food habits and what people eat because I don't care what you eat. Anyway, so I got off the Facebook Live and I went into the bedroom to take out the dogs and everything started spinning. 
And I was like, oh man, I have a lot of responsibility. So I was like, I got to get the dogs out before this vertigo. I knew it was vertigo kicks in really bad. And so I tried to take Micah out. And luckily Micah didn't want to walk because it hit so bad that I was laid flat on, on my back. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is, I don't know what to do. So I was like, I got to get Dramamine or something. And so I went on DoorDash and ordered Dramamine from a pharmacy and it was so bad. And I was really kind of scared because I had my animals I had to take care of. I have tons of steps here and I didn't know what to do. I am getting dizzy. This is going to be interesting. So anyway, I, um, I called a neighbor up cause I was like, I need help. And this is new for me to ask for help. So any of you who don't usually ask for help, um, I hear you change it ask for help. So I called a neighbor up and she wasn't home. And I was like, I was close to tears. I was so ill. And, um, I just left her a message. And so I went and called another neighbor cause I needed Dramamine really bad. Oh, this is before I called out DoorDash, um, did it to DoorDash. And I called my neighbor and she's like, Oh, you know, I'm kind of drinking. I have friends over. I just made this beautiful dinner. Like I'm crying on the phone. I'm like, I'm so sick. Can you help me? And she's like, I just made this amazing meal. And I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. And I said, okay, no, it's totally fine. I don't want you to get in a car drinking. I'll call somebody else. So then I called my other neighbor who's an older woman. And she was like, well, can you, and then I noticed CVS canceled the order on DoorDash. I was actually doing both simultaneously because that's the way I work. And uh, meaning when I want something, I'm like, I get it. And my neighbor was like, well, can you find out where it is? Can you call around? And she's an older woman. And I was like, I was so sick and crying. And I was like, sure, I'll call around. And I just hung up the phone. I wasn't going to bother her because I just didn't want to ask her to do it. So I got onto DoorDash and I ordered Dramamine from two other places, cost me like 50 bucks. And then I started trying to look up video to find out how to get rid of it. Cause I did this technique last time to get rid of it. And I did this one technique that I'd never did before. And oh my goodness, did it get worse? Like so ill, so sick. And I contacted a doctor because I hit my head two days before. And I'm telling you, this story is going to go somewhere. And you're going to be like, Marilyn, you just told this like crazy story two weeks ago. Trust me. I'm going to tell you why this is happening. And it's going to change your friggin' life. So I, um, I did this exercise. It was so bad. I was so sick. And I was just, I just laying down. I could lay down and look one way. And the Dramamine, um, and I got in touch with the doctor because I hit my head and I wasn't sure if this was a head injury because I hit it two days before. And of course, like I just finished reading a chapter of my clients too. I do coaching, one-on-one coaching, and she's writing this incredible book. And she was talking about a brain injury she had and how she was really, really sick. And I was like, oh no, you know how those things happen, right? So the Dramamine came and I took the Dramamine. I made the doctor's appointment and I got on my bed and the, I tried to feed the animals because I had to take care of them. And luckily they were so good. The dogs, they went out into the backyard, went to the bathroom. The cat, of course, was meowing like a mofo, bothering the crap out of me. Um, and then I got on a call with the doctor and she asked me a lot of questions. And she's like, it sounds like um, vertigo. And I said, yeah. And she's like, but if this happens, that happens. Like she gave me symptoms to watch out with because of the head injury. And while I was on the phone with the doctor, the first neighbor called me back and I called her up because I was still really ill and the doctor prescribed something. And I'm not against prescriptions when I'm that sick. I do most everything through natural ways, but if there's a place where I'm reaching the limit 
and I don't need your opinion on this. You can do whatever's good for you. This is my opinion for my own body and my own physical being. So don't email me and say, you should never take a prescription because I'm not going to, I'll just delete it. Um, so anyway, I called my neighbor and I said, can you go to the pharmacy for me? And she said, yeah. And I said, well, let me make sure they're opened. And I called the pharmacy and they were closed and I called her back and she said, no, find a 24 hour pharmacy. And I said, no, I think I'll be okay. And she's like, are you going to be able to sleep tonight? And I was like, I don't know. I'm really sick. She said, Marilyn, find a 24 hour pharmacy. I'm going to go get the stuff for you. Super sweet woman. She's a healer too. So I found the 24 hour pharmacy. I called the pharmacy and the pharmacy's like, um, it's already in the system. We can't get it. Let me see what, I, and I told him, I was like, I'm really ill. And he's like, let's see what we can do. And he's like, man, you are frigging in luck. This doctor put in two orders by accident. So we have it. So send your friend and this is what you need to do. So I called my friend up and um, she's like, do you want anything else? Can you eat? And I'm like, no, I can't eat. And just give me ginger ale. And I don't even drink soda, but when I'm sick like that, I'll drink ginger ale. And um, I hung up the phone and then I did the Epley technique, which really helps. And uh, I'm not a doctor, so look it up. And I started getting better. The dramamine was kicking in and everything was kicking in. And then my beautiful neighbor came over with ginger ale and the thing. And she's like, do you want me to do a healing on you? And I was like, no, no, I'm finally getting better. I just need to sit. And, um, and she's like, I'm going to leave my phone on all night. This, this is like really sweet, right? Call me in the morning and tell me how you're doing and all of that. And that was great. And she went and, and it's hard to ask for help when you need to ask for help. But here's the big lesson. I'm like, what the F man? And I'll tell you something, I was not a victim through it. And if any of you listen to episode, I think it's 141, this is episode 143, you'll hear everything I went through a couple of weeks ago. And I was sitting in my backyard at one point, sitting down on the steps, crying. And I was like, but something amazing must be happening. Something incredible must be happening. I was not a victim. I was like, I need to understand what's going on in my life right now. And so the next morning I went into meditation to channeling and I learned, I'm not ready to, to give the, the exact lesson for my guides, but I learned, actually I can, they said it, uh, that I need to come from a different consciousness, that the consciousness I'm operating on, which was for me, a big dream. They said, you're no longer operating at this level. You're operating at a different level. And just that week, the week before, actually, I taught this absolutely mind-blowing lesson in Next Level Living, which if you guys want to know about Next Level Living, this is where I'm teaching them how to evolve at such accelerated speed in their own gifts, their own being, their own personal nature. The group is so dynamic and so fantastic. We're right. We just finished clairvoyancy and multi-dimensions, right? So you're wondering, like, I am topsy-turvy and I'm working with seeing in multi-dimensions and living it all at the same time because past, present, and future don't exist. They exist right now in the same time. Time does not exist. So during the meditation that I took them through in that particular class, and they all got off that call like, oh my goodness, that was friggin' mind-blowing because the work that's coming through me is unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. So no wonder why I'm like topsy-turvy myself, right? But I'll explain to you what's happening. So next level living, you can read about it at marilynaloria.com forward slash next. And you have to apply for that program, but you could direct message me or you could email me at info at marilynaloria.com and ask me about it. Um, Cause not just anybody can get into that program. We, I have to know where you're at in your consciousness before you get into it. It's a great program. It's, we're going to talk about pricing values in a second. And it's not even priced that high right now. 
So I went into, during that class, when I was teaching, I went into a meditation. I took them through a meditation. My guides did. And I saw a vision I never saw before for myself. And I was like, oh, I could get down with that. I like that. And they expanded my dream. So when I went into the channel session after the vertigo, the day after they said, you have to come now from that consciousness. You can't operate at this lower level consciousness. That's how fast we elevate. And if we're not elevating our dreams, where physical bodies can be off kilter from where we're supposed to go. So spirit knows where we're meant to go. Our unconscious knows like that. Our, 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 let's say our genius, our mission, our soul knows where we're supposed to go, not our unconscious. And where if we're not operating there and we're operating from an old program, then there's going to be disruptions in your life. So if you're experiencing a lot of disruptions, this is why you're not aligned with the new consciousness and you're not conscious to it. Go to next level living, marilmamori.com forward slash next. You want to be in that class. Trust me. So I was like, oh my goodness, they're totally right. I understand what they're saying. So that's what's happening. And then I had a therapy session that day and uh, I wasn't really going to continue with the therapist because I'm feeling pretty good at what I'm doing. And we talked about, I told her, I shared it with her. And then we talked about stuff and she was like, you hit your head again. Cause, and she's like the vertigo. And we went through another conversation about how, how outside people can affect your point of view. So I needed that therapy piece, which was really great. She's an amazing therapist. So then I got that piece in and then more dropped in. And I recognized that my being, my physical body operates in fight or flight a lot because I had so much PTSD ever since I was a kid. One of my earliest childhood traumas is I watched my father push my mother up against a porch door and hold a gun to her, hover over her, hold a gun and shoot like four times while she screamed for us to get out of the room. And we tried to call 911 and the line was busy. So that happened. Then he left the house, shot through the, my mother threw us in the bedroom, shot through the wall, missed my brother by an inch. So there was so much that went on before that, that was already traumatizing. And then that was a very defining moment, right? And then when you suffer, and a lot of us have very traumatic stories. I don't even have, you know, it, it just happens in our lives. Like we're healers, we're spiritual people, we're on a spiritual journey. But what we don't realize is a lot of that lives in our physical body. Now, I know that I've had PTSD and know it, but I don't operate a lot in that in my regular life, I'm usually able to use my techniques and tools, but I'm going on a deeper level. I'm going higher now. I'm going to a bigger teaching. I'm going to bigger like work. So that stuff is getting kicked up. And what I realized is my choices and my decisions are still coming from a fight or flight mechanism. Think about it. If you listen to episode 141, I was freaking out about Micah, not being able to use the stairs. I went into fight or flight, misdiagnosed it, <laughs> I'll say it that way, as intuition, because I needed an answer, right? So my fight or flight was like, here's the intuitive hit, here's the intuitive hit. And I'm like, yeah, that feels right. It's all aligned. And then I hired the crazy person. And I'm going to call him crazy because I don't give a shit. So you cannot operate from the old programming at all. You have to come from a future vision of yourself. This is what we're getting ready to teach in July in Next Level Living. So it's not about the future dream of yourself where you're meditating and you see your future self and you start feeling it in the meditation. And then you come out of the meditation and yeah, you feel it, but it lasts only five minutes or 10 minutes or 20 minutes. No. 
It's got to be weaved in your being throughout the entire day. And you have to become so conscious to it that every decision you're making is coming from this new level of being, which is peace, harmony, balance, um, abundance. It's not scarcity. It's not fear. It's not anxiety. You really have to bring in. Now, there's so many teachings about this, right? I'm not being like I'm writing, uh, I'm declaring something. But this is the way it's taught to me. The way it's taught to me, what makes me different is the guidance, the psychic work, the gifts, the intuitive nature, the trusting of yourself above anybody else, how to work your instrument. I've never been somebody to take someone's power away, ever. I've never been like, I'm all powerful. Come to me. I'm fucking good at what I do. I know that. I was going to stop cursing. That was three episodes ago. Anyway, I'm good at what I do, but you're good at what you do too. And that's what I want you to know. But I want you to learn the techniques and tools of how to walk in this being, this new being. So that's the stuff I'm going to be teaching in Next Level Living in July. So if you want to come to that class and you want to learn about Next Level Living and you really want to accelerate your being and really, it doesn't matter what you do for a living. I just did a business tip for them for the dimensions of clairvoyancy one. And we, and I did different um, examples for the scientists, for the vet, for the author, for the healer, for the medium, you know, because we have people that are all walks of life in that program. And this work speaks to everyone. It's not a one-stop shop. It's a shop for you, but you have to learn the tools and techniques to turn on your instrument and work with it and then live from that place right? Because you're living your life, not me. So got super clear to this, very, very clear. And I was like, great, I know what to do because I know how to get conscious in the moment. And I never realized that the PTSD or the anxiety and the, the fight, let's call it fight or flight, because I don't go into a lot of PTSD attacks. I went into it two weeks ago when I did episode 141. I shared that with you. But it's very rare I go into that, that level um, of stuff. It's usually will show up as anxiety in my body. It'll usually show up. That's the way it shows up. I'm very conscious of it, very aware of it. But sometimes I push through it, right? So I'm just like, wow, and I do my thing. You can't do that. You can't. So what's been happening now is I'm getting very conscious to it. And I'm like, oh, I see you. I see you, little one. You're trying to come up and like rule my life. No, 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 no. You don't get to rule my life anymore. Not even mad at it. I'm like, I gotcha. You came out of hiding, you little monkey. And I make a different choice. I raise my vibration right away. I don't need to go into meditation. I do it in an instant. I'm in my next being, my future self. I'm in it right there in the moment. I'm not even closing my eyes. I'm like walking the dogs or I'm driving the car. It's just happening. And I'm making a different choice. Okay. That's what you need to do. That's what you need to do. So it can show up anyway. Like uh, I got off the tennis court Saturday. I'm not going to get into the whole story. <laughs> I guess I could. It is a funny story. Okay. I was on the tennis court and um, playing with a new group of people. And it was only the tennis coach, one other guy and me, because nobody showed up to the drop in that day. Um, I'm you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. And so they called in another guy. And it was really, really, really good tennis. Really good tennis. And this coach doesn't know me that well. And I'm like, I, I hit a ball wrong. I'm like, fuck me. 
which I, which whatever, we'll talk about that in a second. And he like laughed and he's like, I actually like that in a woman, you know, like it was just like that kind of a comment. And there's an older gentleman, much more distinguished playing, but he asked me to breakfast after. So I don't think it affected him. And um, the other guy was just like one of these weird, whatever. We're not going to get into that. We're not going to talk bad about people, but it wasn't my type of guy. We'll just say that. So then there was a point where I went, mother, you know, and really, and I was like, Marilyn, what are you doing? So I left the tennis court and I started beating myself up for cursing on the court. And I went, no, that's not who I am anymore. I don't beat myself up. I don't do that anymore. I love me. I can make a better choice next time, a different choice, because this doesn't vibrate with me any longer. It doesn't feel vibrationally good to do that on the court. For the most part, I really try not to do that. I never do it at USTA because you can't curse on the court in USTA. I'm actually very quiet in USTA. But I was like, no, not doing that. And my body was like, my heart. And I felt it. I was so uncomfortable because it did not like the fact that I was making a different decision. I was making a different choice. And I had for 20 minutes, I had to sit there as I was driving home, like, nope. And the thought was like, you are, nah, 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 nah. you're, a, you know, whatever wants to call me. I'm like, sorry, not doing it. I love me. Yep. I just, I'm going to learn from it. That's all. I'll make a better choice next time. See you later. And then the heart's like, rawr, rawr, rawr. you think it's your heart, but it's not, you know, your heart is peaceful. Your heart is love. Your heart is unconditional love to you. So I was like, oh, I get this. I get how this works. I get how conscious you have to be in the moment to make a different decision. Now, you do need to have a future self. You do need to have a vision of that in order to empower yourself in the moment to know that there's better choices. So if you're feeling hopeless, you, you just can't. You, you got to come from a different place. No matter, look, I can't speak to everybody's can, life. I just can't. And I'm not going to. I'm not going to sit here and go tit for tat for anyone about what their struggles are because I'm not in their shoes, right? So that wouldn't be fair of me to do that to anyone. I can speak for my own self and then speak for my clients too, who I help if they're in, they, they very rarely ever step into that place ever. And if there is some of that that comes up, I came up with a client uh, like a month ago, she went through something and I was like, what, this wasn't your fault. Like she was taking responsibility. I'm like, this isn't, this wasn't your fault at all. And I'm honestly was like, what do you, so we went dove in and I'm like, no, like you're taking blame for something. It's not even your fault. Learned patterns, learned behavior. Didn't even realize she was doing it. And we had this amazing session to just wipe that out of the way. And she moved on. So you want to get conscious of that and you want to change that. Okay. If you want to work with me, this is the kind of work I do. It is elevated. It is not the typical, I can't speak to other people's work and I wouldn't do that because people are magical. People are gifted. And then there's people out there that truly suck. I'm going to be honest about that, right? They just don't know what they're doing. They've maybe tipped their, dipped their toes into spirituality and they think that they're at this place where you can teach. I, I call them like those, um, they're pretend spiritualist people or they're bowing down to you or I was just sharing this with a friend of mine. I hate people that put namaste at the end of their email. I have an issue with it, especially when we're getting into a heated little discussion via email. And all of a sudden now your email says namaste. It's basically telling me to fuck off. You're not all namaste with me. You're pissed off at me. And now you're saying namaste. Come on, use it for the real meaning that it is. I'm a yogi. I go into yoga. I say namaste. I mean it. 
I mean it. I'm not saying namaste to somebody who's pissing me off. So um, I call them pretend spiritual people. Know who you're studying with. Know who you're studying with. Now let's talk about your value. Okay. We're going to talk about a couple of few other things. I'm keeping these podcasts shorter because just different people that I've been coaching, they're really stepping out of the closet. Right. So one of the things, one of my clients uh, who I've been, she's amazing. She's so talented. She has so much going for her. Like she's got all these different modalities. She's just really a great channeler. She's in touch with beings from other planets, everything like really, but very grounded, super grounded person, just so friggin' talented. I'd love to say her name. She gave me permission to tell the story, but I don't want to say her name. And uh, just cause I didn't ask permission for her name. Um, so she, so I've been coaching her. She's one of my coaching clients and we've been doing social media around her work. And I'm, I'm not even pushing her. I'm, uh, in, uh, encouraging her and pushing a little to get out, to do reels and everything. So she did a reel and she boxered me right away. Cause they have boxer support. And, um, she was like, Whoa, I did that. And somebody from my high school watched it. And that really triggered me. And I am so triggered. And no matter how much I consciously talk to myself, I can't believe how triggered I am. And I said, this is exactly what happens. People think they're ready to be seen. They're ready to be heard or, and, and then they step out and this is what happens. You can't get ready to be seen and heard hiding in a closet. You just can't for the, now I know this client for years. She's studied different things with me and, um, she is stepping out now and I'm like, see, you would have never had that lesson in the closet. People are waiting till they're ready to be seen, ready to be heard, ready to be healed. They're healed now. And now I could step out. You don't, that doesn't happen to you step out. And then that crap hits you in the face. And then you have to use the techniques and tools to work with it. Right. And you want to be with a teacher. And here I am going to sing my praises again. That tells you, honestly, this is what happens. It is. I'm not perfect. There are moments sometimes I have such an elevated group in Next Level Living. They're so great that sometimes I go in and I teach a lesson. It happened like last two weeks ago when I was teaching this lesson. And because the month before I was a little unorganized in my teaching and I felt it and I said it to them. I was like, I'm sorry. Um, I didn't want to do that again. Right. I had a syllabus because I get downloads of information of what to teach. And um, so this this time I came on and I was teaching. I'm teaching new material. I'm teaching clairvoyancy in a whole other way. And even Monique, who's in my um, class, she was like, when you said clairvoyancy, I was like, oh, great. I love clairvoyancy. And then she's like, you taught it in a completely different way. I wasn't expecting that. And so when I was teaching the class, I had a little bit of insecurity because it was new material. But you're not allowed to project that. Like, I'm like, that's okay. You're insecure. Too bad, girl. Put it aside for right now. You can deal with that later because you got to teach this material. And my guides teach through me. And I'm never going to project that onto the class. I'm not going to allow that. So I learned how, I've learned how to do that. I teach how to do that. So the point is, it doesn't matter what level you're at, especially as you elevate and continue to elevate and continue to be seen more and, and continue to put stuff out there. You are going to go through things at times where you're going to be like, Ehh! you're going to have that kind of feeling. I'm really into sound effects lately. And um, 
you, you, you just have to walk through it, right? Or get with a coach or class of like-minded individuals that can support you through it. So my client obviously reached out to me right away and we had a conversation about it. And as far as I know, she's fine with it now. She understood it. I was like, this is all part of the process. Thank you to that guy for liking your reel. So don't think that you have to wait until you're healed before you do this work. It's not going to happen. You have to step out now. Stop hiding. Stop it. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Okay. Um, if you think you're never going to experience insecurity, I, I would really, I think there comes a level, like if you look at billionaires and really successful people, I'm sure they have, oh, I know a good story. I'm sure they have moments of insecurity, but they have the techniques and tools to handle it and they don't let it stop them. So I've been watching um, Smartless as a podcast with Jason Bateman, Will Arnett and Sean Hayes. And um, I was watching the HBO special of their live show. And on their second show, they had a guest that the audience hated, that people were leaving. And I was like, really fascinating watching the documentary because I didn't know this on their social media. Apparently, they got attacked by it. I didn't know any of that. And I was like, wow, um, they keep cutting to the audience about them bored and like talking and like hating it. Like you could see the audience's discomfort. And I was like, wow, is another guest going to come out? Like, what is going on? And then as the documentary went on, um, apparently they got really got hit bad with social media saying like, how dare you? Like that was horrible. And you see a little bit of their struggle as they were like, well, you know, the podcast is about the three of us and we have different kinds of guests and, and it was an up and down struggle and they were trying to figure out the way out of it and what to do and how to make it better moving on in the tour. Cause people were expecting, you know, their first guest was like Will Farrell expressing a list. So you look at that level of, stardom, right? Those actors. And you could see a struggle. And I, and it's, and I enjoy watching it. I'm not having a problem watching because I like the podcast a lot. Some, you know, you may not like it, but so it happens at every different level, but you, you you're never going to grow unless you push yourself to grow and expand and push yourself out there again, get into a community of people I'm going to tell you that we have a great community because somebody, great community of people that really support you and they get together on their own and they do things. They just got together or they're getting together this week actually to share each other's modalities, what they do so they can learn more about each other. They can refer each other. They get, they're hiring each other. So it's becoming a great network for them, which I'm really glad. I have no problem with that. Um, Donna, who you're going to meet soon because I'm going to do an interview with her. She's the one she was like, can I do this? I'm like, yeah, by all means, go do it. It's great. I'm excited for you guys. They do readings together. They do business stuff together. They're all helping each other out. And somebody recently said to me on my post on my public page, how they can't find a community that supports them. And I'm like, you certainly haven't been in my communities. And I've heard this from people too, that you go into communities and the leader, the teacher wants to be the guru. So there's no room for you to grow. And then that creates a dynamic of competition in the group. So it can be a very, it can shut you down as a sensitive person. And I will not, look, I, can I control everybody? No, but I can tell you from what I see and what I've heard and how these people become friends, that very rarely ever exists in my programs. Now this one, you have to be invited, you know, you have to, I have to get to meet you in a call or an application before I invite you in. Um, membership for your soul. When I had that program that had 450 people at it at one time, for the most part, the Facebook page was great. Cause I won't allow any nonsense or riffraff to go on there. Um, but 
they may have they may have been things that went on behind the scenes. It's a community of people, but I never heard about it or anything. I think I heard about it once and the person was like, I handled it. And I was like, okay, good. Um, okay. So here's the last part, valuing yourself. So I just did a post on Facebook because, and this is, this person listens to my podcast. So please know I'm just using it as a teaching tool, but you may see things in this or hear things that I say that rub you the wrong way. I'm very honest. I'm very direct. Uh, when you are in my world and something happens, then you are bringing to me a teaching moment. You just are. So um, I'm very active on my social media. So I'm getting to know a lot of people there. And um, I can't remember what post I wrote recently, but I write a lot of posts where there's a lot of engagement because I want you thinking, I want you learning for yourself. I want to get to know you. So it's really important to me. It's not just me telling you how to be. It's like as community, right? As community can be. Matter of fact, so much so that Facebook recognized me as one of the five first top 5% creators of the week last week. And it was really kind of cool. Um, so this woman emailed me saying that she uh, wanted to do a session with me, but then she listened to my podcast and she felt like it, it helped her and blah, 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 blah. And I know who she is. I've seen her for a while around me. And I can't remember exactly what she wrote. And I wouldn't reveal that anyway, because I don't have her permission. And I wouldn't do that because I believe in privacy. And I wrote it back and I said, you should do these sessions, you know, and I didn't say it that way. I said, these sessions, they, I don't know how long I'm going to be doing them for. That's not a sales tactic. I'm being honest with you. And they're really, people are being blown away by them. They're incredible. That's the strategy sessions, which I already said, marilynalauria.com forward slash call. And I said, so here's the link if you want to sign up. And then the next email I get is um, something to the effects of, I wrote you a home email, but I had to step away and think about it. But in the meantime, here's a video I watched. And I'm like, what the F is that? She's probably going to be so pissed at me, but there's nothing I can do about it. I just can't hold back anymore. And I was like, what is, what is that? I asked you if you wanted to do a strategy session. The answer is simple. It's either yes or no. I don't need a story. I don't, I'm not going to be insulted. I don't care what you do. You're, you're the best bet for yourself. I don't care about stuff like that. And I certainly don't need you to send me a video of something to watch. That's nice of you. You want me to watch something? I don't really have a lot of time, but I can, you know, she's just trying to be helpful. That's okay. I don't have a really big problem with that. I just thought it was weird. So I wrote back a very direct email and I said, um, thank you. But the question was simple. It was, do you want to do a strategy session or not? Because remember, I told you, I'm not begging people, not dragging horses to water any longer. I'm done. Make a decision about what you want to do in life, who you want to follow, who you want to study with, and then do it. Stop sitting and waiting till you have more time till you, till you feel better. Look, some people are really dealing with a lot of health stuff. So I can't, I, like I said, I can't speak to everything that's going on in life. You know, people are dealing with um, children that are sick. That's those are big things, right? I'm not talking to that. I'm talking to the people that are constantly an excuse and nothing ever gets better or they do a little bit and then it doesn't change. Your life is not going to change if you don't change yourself. That's the other thing my programs do. They don't teach you how to go outside yourself. They teach you how to go inside and change. So I basically said, you know, it's a simple answer. Yes or no. I don't need a whole story. I don't need a long email and it's whatever is best for you. And then she wrote me back and she said, um, and it was a very nice email. Actually, I, I cut, I give her a lot of credit for this. She didn't get pissed off because uh, I had to check with my assistant. Like 
was that mean? And she's like, no, it was very direct. And if one thing I hear from all of you guys, I really like you because you're so direct. I'm sure it pisses people. I know it pisses people off sometimes. Um, I don't mean to. My intention is never to piss people off. My intention, I think, is to motivate people because I believe in people more than they believe in themselves. So much so that I'll start crying right now. And I think that like I, I didn't have that in my life. Right. And I didn't come from my mother was a good mother. You know, there was different things. I had good education, all of that. But for the most part, I was around people who didn't, who put me down, even my own family. So I am so like, it took me so much work to believe in myself that when I see people and I see the talent in these strategy calls and I'm like, holy mackerel, and you're sitting on that? Why? Why would you sit on that? What are you waiting for? Now, again, certain circumstances happen in life and that I, 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 my heart goes out to people for that, but not majority of the time. I see a lot of excuses. I'm not talking to those people anymore. I'm done. I'm talking to you. Who's the innovator, who's the creator, who is ready to move forward. And this woman is too, like, God bless her. Much love to her, really. I know who she is to a degree. I don't know her very well, but I know she's, I don't think she's ever been in any of my programs. I know she follows me. That's great. That's why I do the podcast because people who can't or they don't want, whatever it is your story is, I'm glad I can give you some free stuff because that makes me happy. Hi guys, uh, I am coming into this podcast with a different recording at this point because I went on with that story about valuing yourself and many other different things that I feel are super important. And I realized that I want to do a whole podcast about it um, and really teach about how you can value yourself, how you can decide what your prices are and how to, when you're deciding about your own personal prices, how to do it from a place of not just inflating prices. I see a lot of people out there just like, I'm charging 100K for your mastermind. And they aren't doing it from a place of, this is really what I feel I'm worth. They're doing it from a place of um, ego. It feels more to me. I don't care what people charge. I really don't. Everybody has the right to choose whatever they want to charge, whether it's 100K, 500K, it's up to them. But I can tell the difference from somebody who just stands in the power of, this is what I'm charging, to the person who's like, look at me. It's just a different energy. And I also want to talk to those of you who are like the people that come back, because I've been talking a bit about this on my social media and I'm really ruffling feathers. And I recognize that people are like, well, I can't afford this. I can't afford that. And really that's a conversation with your mindset too. It may be truth. And I, I'm not here, whenever people are like talking about purchasing my program, I always say to them, I'm not here to discuss your finances. I'm not going to get involved in your finances. I have nothing to do with your finances. I see other people offering up finance companies. Well, if you can't afford it, I'll give you, I'm like, I'm not doing any of that. You should know your budget. You should know what you afford. You can afford and how you can pay for it. When I went into therapy for years and paid like 30K the first like five years I was in it or however long it was when I first started, I remember counting it up at some point going, wow, that was around 30K already. I didn't get into a conversation with my therapist about how I was going to afford it. I just figured it out. So this is a much bigger conversation to have at another time because I feel like it can be misconstrued and I do care about people deeply, but I also am very strong in my feelings about what, who I am, what I do, how I do it, and also what, who you are and what you do and how you do it. And I, what I notice mostly from people who, who say they can't afford something it's interesting to me to watch the mindset underneath it. 
And that is really what this conversation is about, is about mindset. It's not about me getting into your finances, your bank accounts, what you make. That's your business. I have no business there and I don't want to have any business in there. I'm working on my own stuff and that's it. But the reason why I bring this up now and the reason why I want to do a bigger podcast about it and why I'm cutting the ending of the podcast I did, because I went on to a little bit of a tangent and I was like, mm, I'm not comfortable with putting that out yet until I can clearly explain the principles around this and really help maybe to do some great mindset work around it for everyone involved. Um, when I was first starting out as a medium, my rates were very, very low as in my opinion, they should be at then because I was new, right? I wasn't one of these people that out the gate was like, da 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 da. I was like, okay, I feel good at 50 now. Ooh. And I remember a psychic that I know saying to me, you know, you'll know when to raise your prices when people start paying you more. And that's true. People started paying me more. And I was like, oh, it's time. So my rate was very, very low. And somebody had really um, begged me to lower it even more. She said she couldn't afford it. And would I lower my price? And I took pity on her and I lowered my price. And I was doing the reading and the reading, it came out that she owned her own house. She had a 401k. She had savings. She just had a lot of scarcity issues and fear around money. And here I was at that point, pretty much living paycheck to paycheck. And after the reading, I said, I'll never do that again. I will never do that again. I will never lower my rates for someone unless I really feel that there's something I want to do. And I never did. And what I would do is if people came to me and they couldn't afford something, but they were like, they never asked. These people never ask. And I saw something in them and I saw how much they were hard they were working on themselves. I would offer them something. You know, I've done it with my programs. I've done it many times. I'm not sitting here valid. Like, I, I don't want to sit here and get into a like, trying to validate something. That's not what I want to do. What I'm trying to do is know your value and charge accordingly. And if you, and if someone can't afford you for whatever reason, they need to go to someone else and that's okay. Or they need to do, a lot of people will do some work on their own money mindset. I saw somebody commenting on my post and she recognized that she wasn't investing in a coach because she's like, how can anybody invest in me if I'm not investing in a coach? And I'm like, yes, that's mindset. And that's what this is all about. So we're going to get into some more mindset stuff as we move forward. But so I cut out the rest of that. It's going to be a little abrupt when you get to this recording um, because it'll be a different resonance. But I wasn't comfortable with um, where I was going. And it's also somebody else's story who was in you know, exchange with me. And I am a very private person for people. You know, if you're publicly on my page writing things, then it's a story for everyone, in my opinion. But if it's an email and stuff, that's a little bit different. She's she's a very beautiful woman, the woman who wrote me. So what I want to say to all of you, know your value. It's like, I'll talk about Next Level Living real quick. Next Level Living is a program that I friggin' love. Love it. And it's priced at 7K for the year. And many of them have said to me, I can't believe you give us all of this for 7K. And to be honest with you, I, that's very nice to hear because I want to over-deliver, but I'm not over-delivering from a place of trying to, you know, not taking care of myself. I'm over-delivering because I want to right now. That price is probably going to go up and it's probably going to go up at the end of the year because we're adding some components to it. I don't know. I'll know it. It'll, I'll feel it organically, intuitively when it should go up. Right now, I'm very happy with the price. And I love that they feel that they're getting the value. I want that in my uh, programs. I want people to feel like they get the value. Membership, 
they got so much in there um, with a lot of the classes and the, they were live components and everything. And that was priced, I felt well too. So know your pricing. It feels good to me. It's not because people are saying things or there's a lot of noise out there or I'm looking at the market. Sometimes you have to look at the market when you're pricing things. But I really price things accordingly to what my what feels good in my heart and soul. And that's what I want you to do. So like I said, I'll do more of this at a later date. Um, but thank you so much. I really appreciate every, each and every person who listens to this podcast. I was also brought to my attention that you guys don't know how to review, rate, and subscribe, um, review and rate this podcast. And I'm going to give you a tip now and I'll share it again in another podcast. What you need to do is when you go to Apple Podcasts, you have to go to the show, not the episode. If you go to the episode, it's hard to find where to rate and review. So you go to the show on Apple Podcasts, who can it be now? And then you open it up and you scroll down. And before it gets to like the summary of the show, you know, it'll be after some of the episodes, you'll see stars there that you can rate. And then you write a review there. So it's on that page. All right, guys, thank you so much. And thank you for always listening to your, you know, what I feel is my opinions. They don't have to be your opinions. They really don't. And I don't mind, like I'm very active on social media right now. And people express their opinions from their point of view. I don't mind that. It's when people attack my opinions with their opinions that I have an issue with. But if I'm putting an opinion out there and you're sharing your perspective from where you're at, I respect that. I don't have a problem with that. Okay. Thank you so much. And I'm sending you a ton of love and have a great day or night whenever you listen to this. Bye.